Hello out there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, give your insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host Adam, I'm joined by the maestro. Hey, ho, ho, hey. And by Cowboy. The greatest advice I ever got by vaping is do not drip and drive. Oh, you might hit a bump and spill your drip. Uh, you, no. Or run into another car. That sounds worse, yes. All right, this week we are watching a movie that when I first prepared this was supposed to be releasing around the same time, but COVID and all the craziness. Uh, escape Room from 2019. There is an Escape Room 2 that was supposed to be released this week, but it has been pushed back a couple weeks, and who cares? We're doing the show anyway. So, this was directed by... Adam Lobitel. It stars Taylor Russell, Logan Miller, Jay Ellis, Tyler Labine, Deborah Ann Wall, and Nick Dudani. Here's a synopsis, and we'll get into our thoughts of the movie. Six strangers find themselves in a maze of deadly mystery rooms and must use their wits to survive. Maestro, have you seen this movie before? Surprisingly, no, but I have seen a film that's almost exactly like this in japan oh all right what's mm-hmm. that one called do you remember uh i'll tell you in the next like five minutes i don't know i'm looking for it right now to find the name i see all right how about cowboy uh i have never seen this movie before but when you pick this movie and i had to watch it i watched it twice in two days ah now i had never seen this movie before but I do recall, I think it must have been a year or two ago, we picked a movie for spoilers based on this movie being released. And I don't remember what it is, and I didn't care to research it up because it doesn't matter. These movies are all just picked out of uh, thin air sometimes. So you did enjoy it, is what I'm getting from this. I, I, I really enjoyed it, and I think one of the reasons why I enjoyed it more is because back in October, when my family went on a little trip to Catalina... Oh, we oh, yes. actually didn't. We actually did an escape room there, and uh, I don't think I would have understood as much in this movie had I never done an escape room. That was your first one. Did and that was the first one that I ever done. The only one I've ever done, and I realized it's really hard to do with family, yeah, uh, especially a family of four that are all strong, stubborn want to do everything themselves people that think they're smart yes 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 that that is the that is the hardest part because when you're in escape room everybody thinks i got this and i think a little bit of his pride uh and just i i happen to like puzzles and i was part of that trap as well when all the times i've done them i the guys trust me i'm smart as hell let me figure this one out uh i got it no you didn't get it i got it wait i haven't finished trying to solve it ah (laughs) I think the funniest part about my experience in the escape room was the four of us. It was me, my wife, my daughter, who's going to be 18 in a couple months. And that is an outrage. My my stepson, who's nine. And we're figuring all this stuff out and we're shushing him. (laughs) We're, we're, We're in the third room and it's dark in this room. And we're trying to do all this stuff by little fake candles, you know, walking around with little fake candle light. You know, and 
he says, what's, what's this over here? We're like, no, 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 we're over here. Da, da, da. You know, he's like, no, but there's something over here. We're like, ah, oh, you know, we like pretty much shushed him. Like right. you're nine, you're nine. You don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. We don't get out of that room and we end up losing. The guy comes in. We're like, oh, he's like, you should have listened to the little kid. You guys did this in the dark. We're like, yeah, there's no lights in here. He's like, he was pointing at over here where you could have turned on the lights if you solved this problem over here, but you guys shushed him and we're like, oh, wow. damn it, we should have listened to the nine-year-old. <laughs> like, First of all, that guy's kind of being a dick to you guys, but I love where he's coming from. <laughs> no, I mean, it, I mean, the guy was kind of a dick anyway. Like, Honestly, it seemed like he wasn't getting a lot of business, but we had signed up for this well before we went to our trip. Yeah. So it was reserved and he had been waiting there. We were sitting on a bench outside the place. It was supposed to be like eight o'clock was our time. And we're there at like seven forty five. We're sitting on a bench outside the place and he comes out. He's like, Are you guys eight o'clock? We're like, Yeah, he's like, Get in here. Like he wanted to go home. Like, come oh. on, fuckers, let's go. Oh, okay. I wanna go. I'm waiting for you guys and you're just sitting here. We're like, Well, we had an eight o'clock time. Like Yeah. You're my last appointment of the day because this business is failing. So once you're, you're out my of here, only appointment yeah. of the day, probably. Right, yeah. like, once I, you're out, I'm out. <laughs> it was crazy, but that seriously having that experience made me understand this movie so much more, and also made me understand how ridiculous some of this movie was. All right, Mister, have you ever done an escape room? Let me ask that one more time when uh, while uh, Mister unmutes his mic. Have you done an escape room before, Mister? <laughs> Um, actually, yes, I have a few of them. A couple of them has been the themed one. Like, we did a Legend of Zelda escape room once. What? Yes, that was hard. Wow. Um, this, the, this, this one? Yeah, <laughs> the cowboy's wearing this, a Zelda hat right now. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We all we all got to wear, like, the Link hat and everything. Oh, my God. I need you. If you ever have one of those again, you need to let me know about it. You son of a bitch. You got it. Okay. And then uh, we did. pirate themed. We also had a 007 one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. And it'd do like a bunch of like code breaking because uh, it was like right after that one movie where the first, well, the most recent 007, his first film. Do you remember that? I don't remember the name of it though. Casino Royale? Sure. Uh, the main bad guy in that one. And oh, all that. Mads Mikkelsen. Yes. Yeah. He, that one, the, he had, they had the themed room for that where it was basically where Mads Mikkelsen was uh, interrogating the new 007. And you know that one's chair with, with the, the, the yes. yeah that was, it was there. <laughs> All right. So that that was fun. We we beat that one surprisingly. That was hard, but we beat that one. But we didn't beat the Zelda one. That one was tough. Mm. And then there was this one murder mystery one. It was really cool. That was uh, made to look like it was from the early forties. Okay. So it was very it was themed based by time and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. But um. That was one of the hardest ones because it was in the dark. It had the lights. You had like seven or eight pictures on the wall. You had to put them in the right position. Otherwise, the next thing would happen. So it's like it's not like those uh, things that you see that if you move something around, you can see the actions or things work. It's actually literally you put something on the wall, a button is a, a trigger is made that's like electronic that changes something that happens. Yep, it's all magnet-based. Exactly. Yep. So we're like. This it was very different because we was like, "What will putting a picture on the wall change?" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, yeah it does." It's super uh, clever. Uh, the way they make escape rooms is super clever. Yeah, aren't most escape rooms themed though? 
Yeah, but um, what I'm saying is the level of their contraptions and gadgets that they use um, it has got, gotten their, their game just kept on going up and up and up and up and up because of hmm. uh, the amount of people that do this or have been through the escape rooms. They needed something to make themselves like better than the next. Okay. Uh, speaking of that, oh, go ahead, go ahead, cowboy. No, I was just gonna say, how would you guys feel? Um, going to an escape room, you know you're going to an escape room. Uh, being one of these characters in the movie, never have done an escape room. I mean, you heard vaguely about what an escape room is. And you end up in a waiting room, which you think is a waiting room, and it actually is the beginning of the escape room. Uh-huh. That would be brilliant. That, and also very taxing on the people that own that company. I would love that because I, I, I like escape rooms that are immersive. Uh, there's one that I did. It was a Sherlock Holmes theme and I showed, I showed up a little bit late to it and they let me in anyway. And I, I guess I missed the beginning part where they said you cannot use any technology or anything, any kind of thing on your body. I found out later is because it turns out we were all ghosts the entire time. So we would be able to use pens or technology like, ah, that would, I, I love the immersion of it. Uh, and there was one that was like a rage carry situation. We got it, we got sent to a high school reunion where somebody started killing everybody. We're the only survivors. We got to fight our way out. I, I, I love this story. The, this, the story to me is as important as the puzzles. And that's kind of one of the biggest issues I had with this movie is the puzzles were okay, but the story was weird and we didn't get there right away. And in fact, the, the very first scene is a guy in an escape room. He gets dropped into a, a room and he just starts panicking. I need clues. I need clues. Ah, the walls are closing in. And then we're led to believe he dies. And my thought is this is a horrible way to, to put the stakes of this movie in because I don't care about that guy. And, and the fact that he's panicking and knows it's an escape room is already weird to me because, I mean, I know escape rooms, but most people, I think – the majority maybe haven't gone to one. So why would you think I'm in this room? The walls are closing. I need clues. It didn't set up the story. Well, I don't think the, the beginning part where it's, they thrust you into it, which we find out is one of the last scenes of the movie that actually happens. They, one of the last, yes, yeah, the last room that the only survivor quote unquote, um, don't want to spoil it. Yeah. <laughs> gets to the last room. But what I found odd about that, is there was too many circumstantial things that happened in that scene, you know? Yes. Like the, uh, find the green. It's something about follow the light to the green and then a light falls over, you know, coincidentally and shines on a green book, you know, it's like uh, that just. And, and he I found that, that because was, he happened to pick one map out of a stack of maps where it said that on there. Yeah. Yeah. The, it was, it was a horrible way to start the movie. Uh, that was my biggest point in the whole movie is every room they entered in, somebody was like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. Like when they entered the, the upside down bar with the billiard, yes. that was an awesome – that's an awesome room. I love that room. That room was awesome. But you know, the truck driver who used to be a miner looks up and goes, hey, the eight ball's missing. You know, what, <laughs> what would make you think, hey, the eight ball's missing, you know? Well, that's that's the thing. I think the more you get into escape rooms, you start looking for those kinds of things. This guy had it's never like done your, one before. Your, like your your geosenses exactly kick in? Exactly right. Geosense is a perfect analogy. 
It's a, for geocaching. The first time you geocache, you know what the fuck you're doing. And then after you do it enough times, you you start like, okay, these are these are things I should be looking for when I'm trying to find that geocache. Yeah. But that guy didn't have it, so that that was a weird no. thing. Yeah, I agree. There was only one character here that had done ninety some escape rooms. You yes. Know? Yeah. And he, he was the first one to die. Go figure. You know, like was he? <laughs> yeah. No. Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he, you're right. You're right. He went through the ice. And That's he right. He was the first one to die. Nobody died in the first room. That's right. No. And he was the one trying to convince them, no, this is so immersive. They knew I was good. They didn't blow it up until after I got out. They were watching. They knew it. Blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> are you fucking stupid? Yeah. That was another thing. They, they, I think they tried too hard to sell the fact that this was maybe fake. Uh, but we all know this is actually really happening. This is this is a you're all gonna die situation, and they they were ignorant for too long. I think. I think the characters played themselves well, though. You know, the asshole black guy, the the investor. You know, I mean, he. It turns out he was an asshole way before that. You know, when he killed yep. his friend on the, the underside of the boat. I I hated that guy. Yeah, well, yeah, he was supposed to be the guy you hate. But I hated him not for the reasons we're supposed to hate him. I hated him because I, his character to me was not believable at all. Uh, at, at the beginning, he makes a reference to a Karate Kid and tells the kid, you don't know that? How young are you? He looks like he's about the age of the same person that he was. I think they tried to portray him as an older person, but he wasn't an older person. He, he looked like he couldn't have been older than 25 to me. So the fact that, he, first of all, he's at his station is already... Uh, a little weird, that much of an asshole. Uh, still don't understand you. I, I his character to me was the least believable out of all of them. I, you think the reason why they did that was a betrayal to um, Karate Kid because Ralph Macchio was really old when he did the film, the first movie. Oh wow, that's a deep way to think about it. Because like, remember how like in the first <laughs> Karate Kid, um, Ralph Macchio's character was supposed to be like what sixteen? Yeah. In the end, in real life, he was like twenty three. Yeah, yeah but, and even now he looks the same. Yeah, he's like sixty. No, but but <laughs> I, but I bought him as the age he was supposed to be in Karate Kid. Yeah, I never looked at him and thought that that, that guy is too old to be in high school. I thought, okay, <laughs> I'm with it's you. Not like it's not like looking at uh, yes, who's Sarah Michelle Geller who plays Buffy. No, that's no. It's just no. no, no you're right. You're right. Are Sarah you? Michelle Gellar, right? Yes, no. yes. Sarah Jessica Parker is Sex in the City. You're right the first yeah, time. Yeah, Sarah Paul's Michelle Gellar, who plays uh, Buffy, and she's supposed to be 16. Uh, no, you watched the first episodes of that, and you're like, you're not 16. Uh, I haven't seen that show yet. It's on my list. I know I'm bad for It's not good. It. I like it. I, I started watching it again just because yeah. I like it. It's on my list because Joss Whedon, I love everything he does. <clears> but that's, the <throat> I think, the one thing I haven't seen of his yet. But it, I don't – you know, the, the, the graphics and the set design and the, the action and stuff, It uh, I don't think it holds up to today. But it's still a good show for the years that it was on. Okay. So let's go through these characters then. We have uh, – was that Ben? I think No, that was Jason. Jason Walker was the was the black dude, which I, I did not understand his character. I didn't buy it. It seemed very weird to me. Uh, what about the, uh, the the girl that played in Daredevil? Which one? The, uh, she she was in Daredevil. The Army Girl. Yes, the Army Girl. Yeah, ex Army Girl. 
I I enjoyed her, but in that scene in the pool room in the bar room, they 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 made it seem like she was going to get out because she was tough because she was military and and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know, where she she jumped from underneath the uh, bar to the pool table. And, and then once she dropped the, the eight ball, I was like, oh, she's going to die. She shouldn't have died. <laughs> she, she's out, out of all the characters. I think she should survive out of all of them just because of her, her prowess. Her, she, she's been through shit. She's a army vet. I thought that would have been a thing where they're like army vet makes it. The, the fact that she didn't crawl, uh, jump on the pool table and then crawl under it and go across. Instead, she tried to shimmy around the side of it. That was a little weird to me. Well, she had to make that jump and grab a hold. So that means she's got to have a lot of grip strength in her hand to, to make that jump and hold on while the lower part of your body is swinging. Right. Because a lot of people, would, when their lower part of their body would have gotten in front of their hands, would have lost their grip and fallen. So by that point she would have had to have had the strength still. We don't know how long she's been out of the military and what kind of current shape she's in. We just know that she suffered some traumatic events in the military. And, you right. know, that's why she's no longer in the military, but you know, who knows what kind of body strength she had at that time to be able to pull yourself up. If she can go around half the pool table by shimming, she could have done one pull up. That's just what one pull up and getting your chin up above there, but then getting the rest of your body up above the bar is a lot harder. I don't know. I, I believed in her. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not saying that that would have been cool. Yeah. I mean, what about the, uh, the way she was acting? Cause half the time I believed it, half the time I was, it felt forced. I think that was kind of the same with all the characters, except for the asshole grocery store worker. I think he did a great job. You know, I what? believed him. Yeah, I think you're right. Out of all the characters, he was, I think, the truest, the most <clears throat> believable out of all the characters. Yeah. Well, maybe the uh, the Indian guy, because we didn't see enough of him uh, to, yeah. to find out. <laughs> Although, I guess it is fortunate that the, the only person that knew how to do an escape room was the first one to die. Because then the rest of the movie would have been probably too easy. All right. What about the uh, the, the the main character, the the girl, which apparently was in college, which I thought was in high school, maybe junior high. The uh, Taylor Russell, uh, uh, Zoe Davis in in this in the movie, the the shy girl that found a voice, got crazy, and ended up saving the day. I, the thing I think about her is she is smart. She and they alluded to this in the beginning, when uh, the teacher goes, uh, the professor says something to the effect of, "You're you're so smart, but you only let this out in the comfort of your own home. Mm-hmm. You know, you only let yourself be heard in the comfort of your own home. You have all this knowledge and you, you it smarts, but you don't share." She tried though, didn't she? Raise her hand at the beginning. Was it a half hand raise? That seemed weird to me. I thought the professor was singling her out. That part I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I, I just based on the movie poster, I knew she was supposed to be the the star. Other than that, I I knew nothing about this movie going into it, which is how I like to watch movies because I want to be surprised. I want to be along for the ride. So I knew she was going to be the main character. Just 
only because of the poster. But I didn't get any lead character vibes off of her the entire movie. Yeah, it, it was... Uh, she was like that lead character that was in the background. Like, it, it, the movie tried to at the beginning because they started talking about all these people getting this box and stuff like that, right. create this group, you know? Um, I thought the guy that had been in all the escape rooms was going to be the first one to die. Once you realized that they were in an escape room in the waiting room, I thought he was going to be the first to die because you automatically assume some of these people are going to die. You know, I actually thought he was going to be the first to die. You said it was, it was ob- not obvious, but it's intriguing that he was the first one to die because yeah. he knew the most about escape rooms. But I actually thought he was going to be the first to die because they didn't spend so much time with him trying to figure out the the cube. Oh, true. There wasn't so much on him. I actually had a feeling that the two people that survived the escape room were the ones that actually did survive the escape rooms. Okay. I thought it was going to be the grocery store guy and the, the shy girl who in, in the hospital room where all their hospital beds were there from their traumatic experience has this epiphany shit. They could see us. Let's change the game, you know? Right. But when, when she was foaming at the mouth at the end of that scene, you think, oh, she died. I'm like, there's no way she died. Yeah. She didn't die. And, 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 and that's why I try to avoid previews of movies that I'm actually interested in. Because just the fact that the poster showed her face on it was already a spoiler for me. I, I knew she was going to get further. So when she, quote unquote, died, I knew she's not, she's not dead. She can't be. And it, it, it kind of took me out of the movie for a bit. I, I did enjoy parts of the movie. But overall, it was just kind of, eh. There were exciting things. The, the, all the escape rooms, I think, were done pretty well. Actually, let's go through those. Let's go through the escape rooms. So the first one, as uh, as you mentioned, was the waiting room. When they get to the, the waiting room lobby where they're supposed to go to this game, they find out, oh, we're in an escape room. And the, the, the main chick finds out right away Fahrenheit 451, which turns out was not a clue. Do you think? Do you think that... It, had she not found that, the the fire wouldn't have happened at all? Um, it, they were looking for um, a number, right? A code of some sort. Yes, a dial. Because they saw the dial there. And so that was the first thing that popped out that had a number in it. So I'm not – I don't think I would be able to say if I found that that I wouldn't think 451. That that's the three digit number, you know. I I probably would have thought the same thing. Yeah, no, I I agree. Fahrenheit four five one. It's a temperature. Uh, it's there's a dial here with temperatures on it. It, it doesn't yes. make sense. But had she not have made that leap, would there have been a fire at all? Uh, that I don't know. I think they would. Have, I think the the game maker would have found some way to click that stuff, you know? Oh, that's another thing we should mention. The, 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 whoever made these games, Taylor made these rooms. Uh, the, the, we, we eventually start finding out backgrounds of the characters 
and find out that they, they all have something uh, that ties to each room. Uh, and in fact, I was going to save this for trivia, but let me give you what the rooms were. Let's see. Each room is designed after each character's traumatic incident. Number one, the oven room mimics Amanda's burns slash IED survival. So the, so the first room was meant to take care of the army chick. Which is why she freaked out in the vent when she was crawling through it. Yes. And once we get to the next room, I'll, I'll give you what that one's about. So that, so the whole point of this room was they had to find a key uh, to unlock a thing, to enter a phone, to get the clue about the coasters. And then they find out the coasters open the hatch so they can John McClane out of there, uh, diehard yes. style. And they, they all eventually do, and they all survive. Uh, using water, which was wasted on Army Girl. But fine. So they, they get out of that room, and now they're realizing that the game is on, and they get to the next room, and they are in a cabin. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And it's a very small cabin, and they start looking for clues, because uh, now they're aware that the game is happening. And Yeah, because then there's a door with two locks on it. Yeah. They find the key for the first lock, right? Uh, yes, yes. The the black dude does that all by himself while everyone's arguing. <laughs> he sees the Santa Claus lock, he finds the key, unlocks it. Next one. Eight eight letters for uh, passcode. Yeah, they, they did a nine-letter word, right? Or a seven-letter word? Seven-letter word. R-O-D-O-O. Eight-letter word. R-O-D-U-O. P-H. Seven, yes. Seven-letter word, yeah. Yeah, you got me. You got me thinking. How do you spell Lincoln? Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. This, was, <laughs> this was actually hilarious to me because when I was watching this, uh, they, they showed a clue. That the clue was you'll go down in history. Yeah, and uh, I was watching this with Annie, and she said Columbus, and I thought, okay, that's that's a funny joke because the day before this, we were actually uh, we were we were listening to Christmas music while we were doing New Year stuff, and it was. Uh, the, the Rudolph song. And I, I, I added in the parts of Rudolph where you kind of ad lib at the end of it. Lower down history like Columbus. This is, is supposed to be the, the, the background thing. I was like, no, Annie, it's not a reindeer song. That's crazy. Columbus. Are you kidding me? And then he finds the antlers and turns out the answer is actually Rudolph. I was like, oh, my God. You accidentally solved this one. And this is why you need a group of people to do escape rooms because the, 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 whatever input you need – could come from anywhere for any reason. So she would have got it like right. Like a nine-year-old. Like a nine-year-old, exactly. <laughs> so they, they enter in Rudolph, they get out, now they're in the Arctic. And this is where we lose our first character. Uh, he falls through the ice. They find, out they're, they find out they're in the building still, but whoever the creator is, is very detailed because he created this room uh, with a fake wall that looks digitized, but then also maybe not digitized. It was painted because <clears throat> they, they, they had a, a portion of the scene where they showed that it was painted on. But then when he runs into it, there's like an electronic thing that happens that almost reminds me of uh, – Like a force field type thing? Yeah, like Cabin in the Woods when a bird flies okay. into the thing. It's Okay, is this a force field? But then a different angle was painted. I might have looked away at that point. No, it, it was it was weird. Uh, but the, 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 the cabin room was for the grocery store, store clerk dude, right? Oh, let me see. Uh, number two, the freezing room. No, the cabin. Oh, right. Let's skip that one. Yes. Because he solved the puzzle. 
Because yeah. this is one of those slumdog millionaire scenes where he, he comes across Rudolph because he remembers he was in a a car accident with his friends when they were singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You'll go down to history. So that's how he gets that up. <clears throat> now they're in the freezing room. Now the, the freezing Jason. room, it mimics Jason's survival of the freezing conditions for several days after his boat crashed, which we find out. Uh, they, they discover like a, a turned over sled, I think, with a bunch of stuff in it. There's a jacket in there, which is the same jacket that apparently his friend was wearing when he survived by himself, but actually ended up killing his friend because he's an yeah. a-hole. Yep. Uh, this was this was interesting <laughs> to me. Okay. Oh, How would you act on a boat? How would you act in this situation? If I was on the boat with the, a friend? The, this no, the escape room. Oh, and the, and the freezing one. In any of them, like from the beginning, <clears throat> I, I which would, character would you resemble mostly? Sorry, I would, I would be the guy that died first, the escape room guy. But like, hey, this is fun, guys. We're gonna solve this. Let's do it. And I'd be all about find puzzles, find clues, look around. What do you got? Do you see anything? That, that would be me for sure. Because also, I, I, I don't think I would <laughs> understand that this was high stakes escape room. Until it was too late and I'm dead. Yeah. Because I, I would be having too which, much fun. Which is what happened to him. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I would definitely be that guy. What about you? Who would you be? I don't know. I think uh, it's tough in this situation because I, I think I would be a cross between that character and the grocery store, store clerk dude. Okay. But I would probably want to come off more as – I would probably end up coming off more as the uh, army girl. Mm. Okay. Mishra? For me, I usually don't like to take the lead. I like to do things on my own because everyone's bickers usually at the very beginning of what they want to do or what they should do. So I usually do it like the like the, the black guy did where he just kind of put it on his own. It's like, you know what? Hey. Okay. I can see that. Because that is that is a big problem with escape rooms is we're all trying to solve the same puzzle and everybody has their own idea about how to solve it, and while everybody's arguing over nope this is this is why this is the correct answer no no well, I guess it depends on which scene because in the scene where they're in the frozen room the lake frozen lake and stuff like that I would say I'd probably be more like the uh, the truck driver. I would find the fishing rod be like hey finally something I know how to do right. You know, <laughs> I mean, in in certain scenes, I would probably end up. I don't know. It, it'd be a cross between. But I don't. Besides what what uh, Maestro was saying about Jason being the guy who wants to just you know go on and and do it, you know, and and figure it out and move on. I don't think I have the ability to be like fuck it. You know, he died. We need to move on. You know. Right. Yep. Yeah, I'd be a mess. Somebody died. This is not a game. Oh, my God. And then all my folks would be gone. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to focus as much as the game guy as I was before because now <clears throat> if I get this one wrong, somebody may die. I might die. I I don't know. I need I need some talking to for sure. All right. So so the, the, the clue in this ice room was kind of weird to me because hours – how to have passed for this to work. They, they eventually find a magnet. They get the ice out of the water and there's a key in the middle of this giant block of ice. And the idea is we all touch the ice to melt it. And that had to have taken a very, very long time. 
And at, at certain points, fingers should have fallen off of people or something. You don't think so, Mr. I don't think that the fingers would have fallen off. I mean, you have to go through the different stages and like hypothermia, then, then there has to, your feet, your, the fingers and everything had to start turning black before they, well, they have to go through the shades of colors before they go black and then they don't work because the blood doesn't stop moving. Uh, plus not to mention that they weren't like literally freezing to death at the time. But, well, it was like zero degrees at a certain point. Everybody should yeah, have a, gone crazy. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like you can live, you can live, uh, in that kind of temper- temperature for a certain amount of time, at least. But you were saying that, like, they had to put their hand warmth to melt the ice. Yeah, I agree with you completely. It wouldn't take them that; it would be that quick. Um, but also, I don't feel like they would like destroy their bodies that quick either. You know, I think when I took what I took away from what you're talking about is when they got to the next room, they kind of seemed to have jump up so quick. Like it would have taken a while for their body temperature to get up, to be able to move that nimble and, and start running around again. Yes. Yeah. Because good. Because a lot of the bodies, uh, the way the body acts, especially when the kind of temperatures temperature, just to bring themselves back to a level where they can actually do what they normally did. They literally have, they, they literally have to not move for a while and just get warm pretty much. I mean, their body is pretty much shut down in, outside the inside basically because of the temperature right in, in the same way if you uh, rescued an emancipated kid emancipated emancipated emaciated emaciated <laughs> emaciated kid you can't give them a burger as their first meal they will they will die you need to slowly get them back to healthy eating before they can have an actual meal so it's same for this they, they, they went from a freezing cold room to even if it was room temperature that would be I think a shock to the system that you wouldn't be able to recover from as, as quickly. But anyway, they, they melted the ice over a long period of time and still were alive. Fine. They got the key, opened it up and now they're into the next room, which is the upside down room. This, this, uh, we already talked about it. This is the, this is the best room. The, it, it's a bar, basically a, bar. a pool bar that is upside down. That, I uh, I would I would have been tickled to be in this scene to be in this room if this was an actual escape room I would this, this would be this would have been amazing uh, this one let's see this is mimics Zoe's survival of a plane crash where her mother and other dead passengers hung upside down for over a week so the main character was in a plane crash with her parents uh, which is how she figures out the code at a certain point uh, by the way the floor is falling. Is another big part of this, which is kind of cool. Uh, I think the cool thing about this, not only is it upside down, but when they first get into this room and it shuts off and they're stuck in this room, it goes up a shaft. It's an elevator. Yeah. So it's this massive elevator, and that's how the floor can actually fall out. Yes. So th- there is a, a phone that rings and it, it emits a signal, which c- to me can only be described as a 56K modem trying to connect to AOL online. Does that, does that ring true for you guys? Do you recognize that sound? That's the same sound, yes. Okay. Which in my mind was they now have 56 seconds be- uh, be- be- until another thing drops. I didn't time it out, but that's how I rationalized it in my brain. So the tone comes on, the room resets, floor drops out. We got to find out what we're doing. Uh, Army chick finds a safe. Uh, main character girl, what's her name? Zoe. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she deciphers the puzzle, and they're able to get out of that room. See, that's what I'm talking about. When you go into this room, you're you're kind of like I, – I, me going into this room, I'm looking at it going, what the fuck am I looking for? Until the phone rings and the phone comes down. But that doesn't help me out at all except – to realize that, hey, when the phone goes 56K modem style, yeah. part of the floor is going to fall out, you know? So, yeah, I probably would have been like them, be like, shit, I'm going to find someplace secure along the wall to stand on, mm-hmm. you know? So when another portion of the wall, the floor falls out, I'm, I'm, I'm still standing on the side of the wall. Um, but I don't think I would have had the wherewithal to sit there and be like, hey, that door is missing a doorknob. Hey, the eight ball's missing. And then be like, hold on a second. Let me jump up here underneath what would be the bar and, and see what I can find. You know, like, oh, yeah. there's a safe up here. I mean, she jumped up there and literally goes, hey, there's a safe. Yeah. This, this one, I think, came together kind of weird. The the eight ball, the fact that the guy meant, uh, noticed the eight ball missing turns out didn't matter because it – all they had to know was this door is missing a knob and we got to solve this other puzzle to get the numbers, which uh, to their credit, they figured out pretty quickly. Uh, this is a stripe. This is a solid. I don't know how she figured out that she solved the puzzle. Cause to me that when she solved it, it was just, it still looked like a massive nonsense, but it was enough for them to figure out the clues. Yeah. That was the same for me. I'm like, how the heck did you like, <laughs> Well, I mean, like, I would look at that and be like, oh, this is just art. And she's like, oh, it's a slide puzzle. Like, how? Like, because you. <laughs> and then she's just frantically moving these these squares all yeah. over the place. Like, and they're like oh, that's a, that's a yellow stripe. Yeah, see, the, it's a nine. The, the slide puzzle part I, I did pick up on. But the fact okay. that when she was done, she knew she was done. That I would never would have gotten to that. Because it still looked like a blob of mess. It was just what. How does she know what she's getting to? How does she get there so quickly? Well, and not only that, but did they allude in the beginning of the movie when they were developing her character that she was like some professional with slide puzzles? Like she's got experience with slide puzzles? Like she is, uh, she's smart, all knowing in, in, a, in a brain way of maybe being able to solve things, maybe not puzzles, but puzzles could fall under that. What, what, when I see something, I decipher it in a way. I don't know. It, it was it was unclear. Uh, she was into uh, was it, I think quantum physics. I think was her thing or something like that. Quantum mechanics. I don't know. Whatever. She solved the puzzle, uh, however she did, and they found the eight ball doorknob. And this is the part where Army Chick dies, unfortunately, and they get out. So what's the they next don't room? die in their own rooms, do they? They do not. That is actually another part of the trivia. None of the characters died in the room that was specifically designed with them in mind. All right. So uh-huh. we get out of there. So next room is the acid room. So they, no. they, no, no. The next room is the hospital with all their beds. Oh shit. Uh, oh, you're right. That's right. Okay. Wow, this trivia is awful then. All right. So, yeah, they get to the hospital room, and this is where they start realizing, and this is where we get more backstory on everybody, that we all are sole survivors of an incident. 
And the, the room is cordoned off into six sections. Each section is exactly as the room was when somebody survived, whatever they survived. We find out that uh black dude, was Jason, was on the boat. We find out that uh, the black chick was on a plane crash. The army girl was in a IED. IED? Yeah. So they're, they're all sole survivors. Now, f- from the beginning of the movie, my, my theory to Annie was that this is kind of like a my, – my initial thought was that s- s- all these people somehow are involved in the death of somebody and they are reaping punishment upon them, which turns out to not be true. And then this became a Saw-style movie to me in, in this room. All these people – you're sole survivors, and you haven't lived up to your potential yet. So, do you want to play a game to find out if you actually want to survive? Turns out also not true. Uh, did you did you have any thoughts about why this is happening up to this point or at any point in the movie? No, not really. No. <laughs> really? So you just to be quite honest, the yeah, I, I, to, to be quite honest with you, I. I didn't really think much about it because I was so entertained by the rooms. Oh. I think it was the rooms themselves that entertained me so much about this movie. And and like I said, had I not done an escape room before, I don't think I would have found it so intriguing. Hmm. You know, the puzzles and the figuring stuff out and whatnot. And that's why it bothered me so much being in an escape room. It was more work than they made it seem to be to figure these things out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they made it look so easy. You know, I mean, these, these elaborate rooms that they're in so immersive and stuff like that. I think the escape room I had, I went to, we had like an hour or something like that to, to get through these rooms. And we got to the third room and probably figured out half of the third room in an hour and it was like rah, 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 you know and, and, and that was my first time in an escape room so the only person that has done an escape room is already dead after the second room right and these guys are just figuring shit out like left and right so easy like it's like it's, I don't know like they're rolling dice you know yes I didn't think about their backstory you know until they started talking about their backstory in the hospital okay you know, hospital I feel like a lot of times it, I, I I wondered if the reason why they were doing this where, you know, how like you were guys were very upset earlier about saying that if certain specific things didn't happen, they would never figured it out. Right. You ever wonder that the reason why they're doing that, at least in this film, is because um, most of the time when people go into the escape room, they focus on one idea the whole time and they never take a chance to look around until something literally hits them in the head to say, hey, you know. Yeah, that's true. Do you think that's the reason why they were doing the, what the way they were doing? Because, like, look for something green, you know, and then there's the book. But he would never have seen it if he wasn't, you know, if some specific things didn't happen. Otherwise, he would have been focused on something completely different. Or he would have been panicked to the point where um, things wouldn't have uh, ever showed them showed the truth to what he was trying to find anyways. Yeah, but I, I think the, the, the biggest gripe with the opening scene, which is one of the last rooms – is the fact that this guy has already been through so much, so his geosense or whatever is is already 
raised and coming into the movie fresh for seeing seeing this guy doing this stuff is like what this means nothing to me this i don't know who you are i don't know how you know to do these things you're doing and you're about to die and i could care less i could not care less i hate when people mess up that phrase but this is also true for this room. Once we get to the, 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 the what do they call it? The triage, the triage room. The whole thing is about the heart. Uh, go outside your potential. And he instantly thinks, oh, it's a heart rate. We need to get your heart rate up. Maybe it means down. Like, how did, where does that leap come in that he figures out I need to meditate over here by myself as I'm dying to well, I fix think, a monitor? I, th- I think that comes in because. They they find you know sporadically randomly find um, the X rays that right. spell out EKG in sign language and come to find out Grocery Boy's cousin is deaf and you know oh yeah did I forget to mention that you know right. that scene <laughs> <laughs> and um, so then they find the EKG. And he's like, test it's like test your your limits and stuff like that. So obviously test your limits, see how high you can go, right? That's the first thing that comes to mind. But when they got truck driver's heart rate over 160 and it's like fail, and it's not, and he keeps shocking him, and he's like flatlined, and it says fail. He's like, Oh, okay, I, I gotta get my heart rate as low as I can without dying but i don't know anybody who would be able to just meditate and get their heart rate that low with all that shit going on no way except for a narcissistic asshole like him right plus also the fact that they only have five minutes uh to find these x-rays then decipher them to figure out ekg and then to do what they have to do to get the heart rate up or down well not only that but he had like a minute to get his heart rate down right at the, at the point his heart rate was going down, they were already poisoning the room. So how lethal is his poison if he's able to meditate while being poisoned and still achieve it? By the way, this is the point know. where the main character starts freaking out and tries to find her own way out of the puzzle and starts breaking all the cameras. I'm not sure what she was intending on happening. We find out later. It turns out she was brilliant, but I don't – that was still kind of weird to me. Go on with that. I want to hear more about what you think about why it was weird. I'll tell you why it was weird. Okay. All right. Go ahead and tell us. <laughs> I was just kidding. I, I mean, I was just being a jerk. Sorry. Well, we'll get to that in a second. So they leave this room, and then now they get to the uh, the acid room. So now we have all we have left now because they kill the truck driver because uh, black dude shocked his heart to death, uh, and now it's and and the uh, the main character decided to resign. I'm going to stay here because whatever, whatever. We don't know. Turns out she had a plan. We'll find out in a second. They get to the the acid room. They open the hatch. Now they're laced with some drug. I forget, they mentioned it at some point. I forget what it was already. And they start tripping out. Uh, cashier guy gives himself the antidote. He survives and he ends in the room where we first saw him in the beginning of the movie. Now we flash to people coming in to clean up the triage room where main chick is on the floor. They find a oxygen mask, which she has connected to what to me seemed like the wires coming out of the cameras on the wall. 
which was enough. I don't know what she did or how she did it, but she was able to get oxygen out of the wires. That's confusing to me. The guys come in, oxygen mask. What do you think she was supposed to do with that? And she said, breathe, motherfuckers, or whatever, and then started hitting them <laughs> and, and escaped. Yeah, you have you have one up on me on that because I didn't pay attention to where it was hooked into. I just saw an oxygen mask hanging. To, to me, though, it was connected to the wires that were coming out of the wall, which if the wires were hollow, that would be a pure source of oxygen. But wires are not hollow. There's actual wires inside of them. So what do you, what do you think, Mesh? You, you said you had a, a theory about this or you wanted to hear about this? Yeah, I was just curious about your thoughts about this because I was really um, – I don't know. I mean like you seemed like you were having gripes about their attitudes towards um, pretty much their entire thing. I, I, I guess like – because like the majority of the time when people go into these types of situations – they uh, tend to not act like their normal selves. I mean, like, especially you were saying that, like, their characters themselves, the, each room was portrayed to uh, elicit some sort of feeling or emotion that they had at a very pivotal point in their life. Right. And when they, um, I guess, the way you could say it, because they'd never died in the room they were supposed to, uh, means that they've overcome that fear. But also, by doing that, that also meant that, um, that, that, it wasn't the main concern for the people that were trying to make it happen to them as well. So it takes you in a different loop. It's like, if that's not the reason why they were here for it to overcome their fears or prove to them that they're, that they can move past it mm-hmm. and then they die. It's just like, it feels like, um, it's almost like a, it feels like it goes to the other theory that they're just like cleansing their soul, of their old guilt or pain before they go on to their death of their new life. I guess it's a little, it might be a little bit too deep, I don't know. I'm just wondering if that's the real case, but it kind of felt like to me during this whole film, each character's, um, how do you say, uh, growth happened in that split moment when they overcame that stuff and then died. I I agree with you because the rooms did seem tailored and that's something I, I caught on early on that this is meant for this person. This is meant for that person. But then the fact that they didn't die in their rooms. In fact, some died before the rooms even happened. So I think that whoever created the game, whoever did all the puzzles, had certain things in mind that I don't know if they were meant to have them overcome something, but it was meant to maybe set them in a panic where they wouldn't be able to contribute. I don't know. I think we're giving the movie a lot more thought than than what they actually intended. Whoever created the game had thoughts in mind. It didn't work out the way they wanted it to. Uh, and in fact, it says here that the acid room it mimics Ben's survival of a car crash when he was under the influence of drugs and alcohol. So according to this trivia, which I'm now starting to think is inaccurate, the cabin was not for the grocery clerk. This acid room was, which just uh, it seems. So then, weird. was the cabin was the cabin for the uh, truck driver? Then it doesn't even mention the cabin in this one. This is yeah. This trivia is stupid because, because not unless they're they're thinking that the cabin and the outside of the cabin was one room, but to me that's two separate rooms. I agree. Yeah, and then then with the triage room, that's not even mentioned in your trivia. Whose room was that for? All of them? I guess because they they all had a piece in it. But okay, so back to the the whole thing where. She hooks up the oxygen mask to something. I assumed it was the wires coming out of the cameras, 
but it's it's connected to something, and that's how she survives. This I have was, to look this look at it again. I'm gonna have to watch it. That just that scene. Yeah, because I want to know what it's hooked up to. Okay, but anyway, she survives. She hits those two guys once each, and they're knocked out for the count. Again, this is a girl I thought was in junior high when I first saw the movie, but it turns out college. Uh, so now she takes a gun from one of them. Where did the gun come from? Was it off the people that were in the suits? So the suit, the gun was outside the suit? Or did she open up the suit to get the gun? I think they were holding the gun. Uh, all right. Because the gun fell. As she hit them, the gun fell to the ground. And she picked up the gun, not out of their hand, but off the floor. Why do they have guns? Oh, I guess uh, the, I guess the cameras were down, so they don't know if anybody's in there. Yeah, they didn't know what they were walking into, and that's okay. why they walked into that room to see what what had happened because they couldn't see in the room anymore. Okay, and that's when they walked in. They're like, "Oh, we got two bodies in here." Yeah. So whatever she 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 escapes uh, somehow. The rest of the rooms aren't monitored, so she's able to get to the main room where we now find out. The, the first scene, the guy survived the crushing uh, library, whatever. The, the collapsing room. Yeah. But she, she actually, when she grabbed the gun and she left that room, she didn't go through the next two rooms to the end of the game. She went in the direction or out the direction those two guys came in. Right. Which led to the congratulation lobby, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess. So we can call it. So the main guy gets to, he exits the room and he sees in the wall, all the people he was with, with the X's over their faces. Uh, you're the winner. Fantastic. Enjoy yourself. And then he's about to be killed until main chick. It's, see, I don't even remember the names of these people. Cause it's, it's <laughs> not, it's not anything. They're nothing to me. There was not enough development, character developments for me to care about anybody. It was we. I remember Zoe and Jason. Okay, Zoe and Jason. Yes, all right. I remember Jason because we talked about him so much and how much I. And the grocery like store guy's name was. Uh, whatever. Mike. No, that was the truck driver. I'm gonna say Ben. Ben. Ben Miller. Yeah, it was Ben. Ben Miller. Yes, and then Amanda Harper was the, uh, the the army chick. army chick, and Danny Khan was the avid gamer dude. Avid gamer. So, this whole last thing was weird. It reminded me of Hostel, uh, where, or or even the even the movie Gamer, which we did on the podcast a long time ago with the Gerard Butler, where people are are fighting for high stakes because people want to see actual people die. So apparently, this whole escape room was being televised, and people are betting on it. Because that's where we are in society, where we want to bet on people living or dying. It's like a black market YouTube or something. I don't know. And, okay, so after all this happens, they escape. They run to the cops. The cops come back to this this building and find no trace of anything within a couple days. So this huge, elaborate escape room in the building can be erased in a couple days. Well, the first room kind of exploded. Right. That's but, easy to hide. You know, uh, yeah, that's, that's easy to hide because it kind of just incinerated on itself. Unless 
they had the ability in all these rooms to just incinerate each room, burn it down to nothing to or just, you know, how do you hide a they giant didn't show, room they, elevator? They didn't show any of those other rooms. They just showed the lobby. Yeah. So it, I don't know what happened, but I, I in, in the scene before this, so when, when, uh, Ben was being, uh, um, saved by Zoe, I thought it was funny when, or not funny, but interesting when the guy who was trying to choke Ben, his face ends up on the wall. Yeah, like he's in the game now. I was curious about that because originally I thought that the main chick Zoe hacked into the system and did that, but now I'm thinking whoever is actually watching changed the stakes of the game. Changed it. Yeah. So not, now they're was that on was those. that supp- was that supposed to be like the final room? Uh, like that was supposed to be a room of some sort because I don't know because and this is also weird because in the in the credits the guy that ends up dying in that room was Dr. Zuan whatever his name was according to IMDb uh, the, the, the doctor the doctor guy oh, what's his damn name the uh, you can't survive anagram Dr. Wu Han 2 or something like that something like that Apparently, that was the guy that died in the room, according to IMDb credits. I don't think they mentioned his name, but I'm very curious. That's the thing. As much as this movie kind of upset me and I wasn't as thrilled, I really want to see the second one. I need to see how this concludes. Uh, And it's going to come out in the next couple weeks, and I will end up buying it, and that's upsetting based on how much I did not actually like the movie, but I feel invested well, yeah, because she overcomes her fear of flying and buys mm-hmm. tickets for her and Ben to end this, to figure it out. Because at the end of the movie, she's done all this research and finds out that all these stories have been printed on how all the people that died in the escape room, they died of uh, a tragic accident or national, natural causes. The, uh, the truck driver died of a heart attack. Yes. You know, Big cover up. It was a huge cover-up. Yeah. So the, the movie basically ends with a flight simulator of another escape room, which yes. they now are going to put on Zoe as she's flying to try to uncover the truth. Great cliffhanger. If nothing mm-hmm. else, it was a perfect way to end the movie for I need to see the sequel. Even though yeah. I did not like the movie as much as I should have, <laughs> I need to see the second movie. Damn it. For no other reason but to find out what happens. Right. Which is weird because it doesn't matter. This is all made up, but it's, it's my completionist inside of me. I need to know how they ended this and whether I like it or not. And if they do another cliffhanger, then I'm going to have to watch the next one as well. Because I, I bought in. I, I hate the characters. I don't care about the characters. Uh, I guess I can't hate and not care about them. I, I, I have no attachment to them. But the story, I need to have some sort of conclusion. But the two characters that you could – like Ben, I, I told you at the beginning, I think he was the most overall believable character. Yes. Um, now it seems like Zoe has come out of her shell and needs to know more. She's, But she always seemed to me like the, the, the student that desires knowledge. That And now she's got this conundrum going on in her head on who's behind all of this and she needs to find out. She needs to learn. She needs to know. That's why she's making the sequel, right? 
Right. Yes. <laughs> well, but and that part I believe, but the whole character transfer, in the last scene you see her, she's a different person than she was in the beginning. Outfit change, hair change, attitude change, now I'm outspoken. But you don't know how much time has gone by. Six months. Like I said, it's been <laughs> six months since... Uh, <laughs> Six months, and Ben is now head of some sort of something, which I would, when she said that, I was like, you got to be shitting me. How in six months you can't raise that high in the rankings? You couldn't That's even- how Stella got his groove back, though. <laughs> uh, it was just it was, it was weird. I guess uh, you, you got to think about if you've gone through all of this and you survived, put yourself in Ben's shoes – you either have you're either freaking traumatized and you, you you're in a freaking nut house room, you know, yeah. with a straight jacket on and rubber walls, um, or you persevere. You know, you you you've gained a, conf- a certain confidence about yourself. You did something that you didn't even give yourself credit that you could have done. Right, but six months uh, earlier, he couldn't even be a cash register person because it would reflect badly on the store that has to be based on more than just his personality it's his work well, ethic it's everything he stopped doing drugs stopped being a loser realized hey this life is too short i almost died in this escape room that i thought it was supposed to be some adventure fun thing and i almost lost my life i need to get my shit together so you people get wake-up calls in the craziest of times and yeah, yeah, the happiest of times. You don't become a manager in six months after a wake-up call. Mm, never know. Okay. Uh-huh. 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 If, if you're a good worker, you're a good worker. It's not, hey, I was shitty. Now I'm going to be fantastic. Give me a promotion. No. If you're a good worker, you then you rise. But if you're not, you don't overnight. Hey, I know I was shitty, but I had an awakening. Give me a raise. Maybe before that, though, he didn't see the point in working so hard. He he was like a, a millennial and just thought he deserved it. <laughs> yeah, but in six months, you can't change the opinion of whoever is promoting you, I think. Uh, Whatever. That may be the case, but what happens was if it, they go was to it a different the, like, store and then all of a sudden – Yeah, but I don't, I don't even think it was the same company he was at. It was a different company, wasn't it? I don't even know. Once, don't once even. he said that he's now running something, I was – check that Nope, I don't buy it. <laughs> All right. Any more thoughts about the movie before we move on to the rest of the the show, the games? No. Honestly, I knew that uh, both of you had a, a fascination with escape rooms because what we talked about before the film actually was on the list. So I was actually intrigued to figure out what you guys thought about this film to begin with. Um, now knowing that you didn't like the film, but you had to know what happens to the characters. It makes me feel like this movie did a great job at what it is, which is basically a giant question. Because everything you were doing in this film, you're like, oh, there. You were upset about how they how they progressed and did the thing, and they died afterwards. But you, then you started thinking and making your own ideas, like how they're going to escape, what they're going to do. And now you're waiting for the sequel because you want to see how this concludes because you don't have the answers they were given in this film yet. You had an ending to this film in itself. It's almost like a TV show series cliffhanger, you know? You know, holy Christ. 
I'm just realizing this now, as you said that, this movie about an escape room made me feel like I was in an escape room. And what we were talking about earlier, like, that's not, you couldn't do that. Nope, you're wrong. No, 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 <laughs> you're, you're wrong. That's not how you solve this. How do you solve that? No, 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 I, I would have solved it better. So <laughs> watching this and seeing them solve it was upsetting because you couldn't figure that out. The same way if I was in an escape room and somebody figured it out before me, it'd be the same. No, hold on. How did you, <laughs> I'm, I'm the smart one here. <laughs> you got lucky. <laughs> you just happened to stumble upon that clue. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe this is brilliant. Maybe it was. No. <laughs> I like what they did and the fact that I'm I'm wanting to see the second one. I guess they did something right. But I think that's more of a personal flaw of mine, not because the movie was good. <laughs> it, 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 it's weird because like the, the escape room I did was just four of us. Now, now, granted, they weren't like all four of us as peers, you know, like adults trying to be smart, but it lends a hand to the fact that maybe in escape rooms, we have to simplify our mind because when the nine-year-old can simplify his mind and see something that we just overlook over and over again, because we're complicating it even more. Yeah. And I think actually the, the the college girl, the one that I thought was in junior high the entire time, was kind of the puzzle solver. She was, although she had a giant brain, she wasn't overcomplicating with every with the way everybody else was overcomplicating things. It was just here's the thing, I got it. Here's the answer. Ended up being right almost all the time. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. But how how would you do, Adam, in an escape room with five other people? Uh, I've I mean, been up to eight people in an escape room. Wow. I think we got out. But I only remember the ones that I solved. <laughs> it's I've also been in an escape room with uh, with even with your daughter as well and a bunch of other kids where it was uh, Annie and I were kind of chaperoning the kids. And we had to make a conscious effort to – Lay back, let them do it. This is for them. But also, I have something to say to guys. Maybe check over there. Check over there and try to solve that. That's all. No, no, over there. Try to solve that. <laughs> over here. Look at this one. Maybe try to look at this. Maybe. <laughs> and see, in, in, when I was doing it, I was trying to, I didn't want to, I didn't feel like I wanted to be the one to be the, aha, I solved it. I just wanted to be a part of helping you solve it. Okay. You know, I didn't want to be the one that, ah, I'm smarter than you. But it was like, uh, hey, can I just be a part of this? Like, let me know what you're looking for, what you're doing. You know, like, I'll do it. Tell me what you need me to do, you know? Yeah. It it is a weird dynamic. And I understand why escape rooms are kind of a team building exercise because you do need to focus as a team. If if you're not on the same page, it, it makes things a lot harder. So it's, as a team, you need a captain. You need somebody to be like, okay, this is what we're looking for. You know, you need to have a central voice of, okay, this is what we're looking for. This is what we need to solve. We need, we're looking for X, Y, and Z. You know, mm-hmm. break, go find X, Y, and Z. Okay, now we're looking for this because it, it, in the escape room that I was in, all these clues are right in front of you. 
you can stumble into a clue that is two steps ahead of where you're supposed to be and be like, you know, oh, so you're looking for the clue for that, but you can't find that clue because you haven't found the first two clues. Right. You know, so it's... I have I a bunch need of, to find a key for this I have a lock. Bunch of, yeah, I have numbers, but this lock is all letters. But with these numbers, no, 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 that's we gotta focus on. Yeah, the, it's yeah, like it's, I've got a lock over here that that leads to this. We need we need to get through here. Okay, great. But uh, there's a lock over here and a lock over here. Which one do we pick first? Yeah, you know, like, yeah. It's <clears throat> it is good for communication, and I I think that's what I enjoy about it the most is. Everybody comes in with their own ideas and they have to work together. This movie, I think, oversimplified a lot of it. But I think you couldn't make a movie about an escape room as complicated as an escape room actually is because people would be bored. (laughs) There would be a lot of arguments and a lot of debates over what's more important whatnot. I also stand by what I said. I think we all need to get together when this pandemic is over and do an escape room together to see how well we work together. Well, interesting. Uh, there is an escape room kind of local to us that offers a remote escape room where there's somebody in the escape room with a camera and you tell them, look left, look right, pick that up. And we're on a Zoom call telling them what to do. I'd be very curious to see how we did with that. Hmm. I've been apprehensive, but after watching this movie, I need it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's move on with the game. We're going to do the Rotten Tomatoes game. I'm going to have you guys guess the reviews for the top critics and the audience based on the Rotten Tomatoes score. To help you out a little bit, I'm going to give you reviews from the top critics and the audience to help you figure out your answer. If you're not familiar with the scoring system for Rotten Tomatoes, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst the critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, 85 and up is certified fresh. Let's start with the audience. Let's go with the bad reviews first. From the audience, this is from Connor M. Have you ever been to one of those escape rooms and feel scammed because you didn't complete it in time? Well, this movie is exactly that. They didn't finish the movie on time, and I feel scammed of my money. Another bad review from somebody that wanted to be nameless, I guess. Basically, a kiddie version of the torture porn genre resembling Saw and Cube movies. Really dumb ending just so they can make sequels and characters we don't care about gives it half a star. All right. Good reviews from the audience. Tyler B. Thought the movie was a great movie. The kind made you think about the Saw series and bring a little respect to the kind of mind twist that these kind of movies are. Bonita S. This movie was great. It was a type of movie to have you at the edge of your seat and literal palms sweating. It felt like we were actually experiencing everything that was happening to the characters. There were a few, uh, not pot, uh, plot holes. I think is what she meant. There were a few plot holes that could have gone into more explanation. Some backstories in the movie seemed like they were just thrown in there, but overall an intense film. That was a good review. Oh my. All right, those are the good reviews and bad reviews from the audience. What do you think the audience rated this movie on Rotten Tomatoes? Ooh. Hmm. Can I go first, Cowboy? Sure. Okay. 
I'm thinking because I heard a lot of good reviews about how they were actually really progressing and people were really interested in it. I'm not exactly sure if they were thinking because it's an interesting idea to do those escape room, what if it was real and all that jazz, but I was thinking 65. All right. I was going more 71. Oh. The audience has this movie as rotten at 51%. All right. So that one goes to... We overshot it. Give it too much credit. Yeah, I was speaking that was from the heart, sure. not from the reviews. Okay. Now the critics, the top critics. Good reviews first. This is from Ben Sachs from Chicago Reader. The cast projects a gener- generic ooh, generic 50s B-movie vibe, but in a good way. No one character is especially likable or unlikable, and this keeps you guessing as to whom the filmmakers will kill off. Disagree with uh, part of that, but let's move on. Jake Wilson from The Age. This is from Australia. Escape Room is not anything to get terribly excited about, but where suspense is concerned, the premise works. Even when the trajectory of the story is easy to predict, there's no knowing what may be hidden behind any specific locked door. I think the 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 last uh, critique you read for the audience they were talking about being suspenseful and, and the palms sweating and stuff like that. I never got that. I, it was more of an intrigue, like what's coming next. Like, yeah, it wasn't like a, Oh my God, I'm scared. of suspense. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like, yeah, I think it, to, to me, it was just more intrigue. I, I kept wanting to see what the next room was going to be. I could care less about which character died and or anything like that. I agree. It, it didn't bother me at all. I yeah. didn't care. They could all died. I just wanted to see the rooms. Yes. And see the uh, mechanisms. 100% and see. agreed. <laughs> I didn't care who – yes, right. I wanted to see the next puzzle. That's all. I don't care who had to die to get there. Let me Show me the next puzzle. <laughs> all right. Let's do bad reviews from the top critics. Tim Robley from Daily Telegraph in the UK. The film is a knockoff construction with a bit of identity crisis. Marketed as a horror but lacking either the Rube Goldberg in – ingenuity or sick verve of its genre bedfellows. This one's from James Bardinelli from real views during the final half hour, everything that's compelling about this low budget thriller collapses in a my, oh, miasma of idiocracy. All right. So based on those reviews, what do you think the critics rated this movie? I'm going to go first on this one, if you don't mind. Sounds good. And I'm going to say 56. All right. Mishra. I I think that the, there was a lot more negative reviews, at least the way they sounded. Like there was a lot more to poke at for this one. I'm thinking in the 40s, actually. So I'm thinking 45. The audience also has this as rotten. At 51%. Audience and the critics, exactly the same number. Wow. Wow, indeed. So I got that one. You did. All right. We're half and half. tied. Ha, ha, ha. I'm just kidding. Paul Giamatti (laughs) and Gary Oldman were not in this film. 
we like to add them to the movies because generally they make films better. So if you had to take a character out and replace it with Paul Giamatti or Gary Oldman, who would it be and why? I think uh, I could see Gary Oldman being Ben, the grocery store dude. Oh, okay. And Paul Giamatti could be the truck driver. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. All right. I can I'll, see. I can see Giamatti as that. I see. I old. I see Oldman as the truck driver. Honestly, oh. I can see that too. I can see that. <laughs> um, All right. I I don't know what Giamatti would be, but I definitely know. I feel like Giovanni could play Jason. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, see, I, I saw oh, Giamatti. I saw Giamatti as the, the the grocery clerk, and I saw Oldman as Jason, the the dick I, guy I, investment. Come on, yeah, that's Oldman all over. I I, I I could see him playing any of the characters. <laughs> I mean, I think I could see uh, Gary Oldman playing Amanda. <laughs> the army girl <laughs> yeah no nah, yeah. she's got to stay she's she was good i like i like i didn't say her. i'm just saying i could see either one of them playing either one of these characters better all right <laughs> all right now it's time for trivia this is part of the movie uh, this is part of the show where i give you little bits of facts and information you may know about the movie the name of the escape room company is minos minos is the greek mythological figure first king of crete son of Zeus and Europa, who every nine years sent seven people into the Minotaur's labyrinth. This one had six, not seven, but all right. After the death of five Polish teenagers killed by fire in a real-life tragedy which occurred within an escape room in Poland, the release date of the film was pushed back a few months in a number of countries out of respect to the girls who died. It's kind of a downer. Uh, in the final room, also shown in the opening scene with Ben, three Latin phrases are repeated on the walls. Oh, I'm going to mess up these pronunciations. Mors who lucrum, which means from death comes profit. Mors vincent omnia, death conquers all. And acta est fabula, the play is finished. Uh, let's see. None of the characters died in the, the rooms. We did that already. This one I liked. An alternate ending was filmed in which Zoe receives a cube hidden in a Sudoku magazine that leads her back to a professor's classroom. Once there, she discovers a check from Minos for $10,000 hidden in a compartment where her classroom seat is. She destroys it. while underneath it is her dead mother's compass, a camera slash microphone, rises from the professor's podium and in a sort of voice speaks to her as the classroom door shuts, telling her a new game has started and she has 90 minutes. I like that ending that's, a lot more than the one that we had. But either one of the endings makes me want to watch the second one. You know? yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because I was also wondering, where do these cubes come from? Who decides the people? And I thought for sure the professor selected her for this. So this ties into that. What if it's not like a single person like in Saw? What if it actually is a group organization that's choosing these people? Because none of these people are related in any way or form except for the fact of the escape room. Right. 
So in so, my mind, it, it's people that are part of the escape room watching experience that are watching these escape rooms. They get to elect people to be part of it. So the professor, sick, twisted fuck, sees the escape room. He watches it. He loves it and sees the potential in this girl and says, you should be part of this. Elects her. Now she's part of it. What is this, Running Man? (laughs) (laughs) Basically, yeah. Sure. All right. Money makes the world go round. We want to put this film in perspective of the films that released this year so we get a feel financially held up to its peers. The budget for this film was $9 million. What do you think this grossed worldwide at the box office? Um, I, I want to say it did pretty well because escape rooms, when this, you know, escape rooms are, a lot of people are about escape rooms and mm-hmm. stuff. And since the, the release of this was pushed back because of those girls that died, um, I think there was more anticipation for this movie to come out. Okay. I'm going to say it was at 9 million. I'm going to say 54 million. Mishra? I want to say, I'm going to say nine, $30 million. $30 million. All right. In the U.S., this grossed $57 million. In the foreign box office, box office? Box office. This grossed $98.7 million. Uh, I think you're right, Cowboy. The anticipation, because this was in Poland, so this is the foreign box office. It went, it did way better in the U.S. because we didn't have to push it off because people died in the U.S. (laughs) That sounds insensitive. Uh, The total worldwide box office, $155.7 million. Wow. That was a win there. Yeah. Cowboy wins. No wonder why they. No wonder why they they made a sequel. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I imagine there's a bunch of people out there that feel the same way that we do. You got to know what happens. Yeah, but I also can't believe that nine million was the budget. the 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 way that the elaborate rooms that they made and the way that they moved around and did things that had to the mechanism the the mechanisms and stuff. I mean. I mean, I guess they're not, they're not really happening the way that we see them happening. So it couldn't, it was not as expensive, but it's still, it was impressive what they did. All right. This film debuted on January 2nd, 2019 with $18.2 million, already doubling its budget. That was Escape Room 2019, directed by Adam Robitel. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpack.productions for any questions, opinions, or movie requests. All right, next week. Hopefully this works out. This week it did not. There's a movie coming out called 355 starring Penelope Cruz. Is that a clue for the lock? 355? It is a clue. <laughs> 355, that unlocks next week's movie, which happens to be another Penelope Cruz movie from 2017, Murder on the Orient Express. Yay. Uh, That's Agatha Christie movie. It is, uh, based on the books. I'm excited. Uh, I I always wanted to watch this movie, and now I have an excuse to. But I was also apprehensive. I have not. 
okay. This is, just like, I have a lot of information on this one, though. Oh, is fantastic. Spoiler. Damn it. Jeez. <laughs> so take place on the Orn Express. Oh, my God. Can we wait till next week? We haven't even watched the movie yet. Sorry. Now Sorry. I know too much. I can't, I can't enjoy I'm the movie. A, I'm a, I'm a mistake. How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, thanks for watching and thanks for hanging out. I am Adam. I am Adam. I am, and I am Adam. What? Yeah. What?